T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi, unbeatable internet, only from Xfinity. Coach, as always, thank you so much for your time. It's Whitey and Alan Styles today. All things considered, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? We're, we're doing fine. Uh, we're hearing from a lot of you know Warrior fans who are frustrated, of course, as I'm sure you and your staff have been. I have to ask, start, Coach, with the, the play in which Draymond turned his back on the ball, speaking of frustration, gave up on the play, failed to get back, although OKC failed to score. It seemed in a way like we were witnessing the opening of a, I mean, to see Draymond doing that, it was like a crack in the foundation of the team. Is that, Coach, in your estimation, is that an overreaction? Well, it was uh, it, it was one of uh, several plays in the first half where I felt we were disconnected, and um, you know I think there's no question um, that it, it can't happen. You know, you you have to uh, stay connected throughout every game. There's always going to be moments of frustration. Uh, there were a lot of moments of uh, frustration in that game last night, and and Draymond knows he was wrong. We we talked about it at halftime. Uh, he knew he was wrong. He he uh, let his frustration get the best of him, and he came back out and competed and played well and played hard in the second half. And you know there, these these things happen in the course of an eighty two game season, and as long as they don't linger, you you keep pushing forward. You know, Coach, it feels like we've had this conversation before. Basically, anytime Steph goes out and he comes back and how it affects Jordan Poole. I'm just curious, is there a conversation that you've had or are there conversations that you continue to have with Jordan Poole when Steph is out with injury and then comes back? If it's anything like, hey, you know, we know you need to be more aggressive here or, hey, we know you're going back to the bench, but you still need to do X, Y, and Z. Are those conversations that you're still working through with Jordan Poole being a young player? Well, that's part of part of coaching is having individual conversations with your players all the time. Um, so I'm I'm touching base with with all of our guys, and and Jordan is definitely one of them as a young player who's <clears throat> really talented and who's had a lot of success, um, but also has a lot of growth ahead of him, which is one of the things that's exciting about uh, JP and 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 you know where he may be a few years from now. So. Um, all of this for him, just like all young players, is uh, part of the experience, you know, of being being in the NBA. Um, there's there's ups and there's downs and there's adversity, and we've had a ton of adversity this year. Uh, Jordan has uh, personally had plenty of it, and it's all about how you respond. But you know, the, the thing that makes a season like this difficult is when you've got guys in and out, and you've got stops and starts. Is it's you know it's tough for uh, 
for player individual players to find a comfort zone you know find certain uh lineup combinations certain roles certain substitution patterns uh because everything's kind of all over the place and and so it's tough on jordan it's tough on everybody but you know it's his job and it's everybody's job to to just keep playing because it's it's still the same job you know it's it, you're still going out there and playing and you got to make make uh, good plays continuously at both ends Steve Kerr with us on 95.7 The Game. This may not be fair, Coach, but um, I know after you went on the winning streak, uh, Ron Adams was on TV and he was asked, what's going on with the defense? He said, the guys are just playing with more juice. Now, Jordan Poole, to me, in the last couple games coming off the bench, he doesn't seem, it's hard to say sitting at home, but doesn't seem to be playing with, with much juice. Is, it, is he having a hard time finding his way into the game as the sixth man? Is that an issue at all, or am I just way off on that? No, I think... I think um you know uh, uh, what I just said is 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 definitely um, you know a factor uh, for Jordan. It's it's been tough for him to be in and out of the lineup to to have his rotation changed. Uh, but the same goes for Kaminga. The same goes for Looney, and the same goes for Dante. And you know you can go down the list. But what I've experienced in my NBA career, both as a player and as a coach, is you know when you when things go well and you have a good season um, and you have consistency of health and, and good play, it's really easy for everybody to fall into a role. And when things are topsy-turvy and, and you go through adversity, roles change. And it's, it's really hard to, to find your role and to fill your role uh, when, when a season is, is really um, bumpy. And, and that's what I see this year. Uh, just, a, you know, a lot of, a lot of stops and starts, as I said, and, and changing lineups. And it, it just makes it difficult on, on a lot of guys. But that's, that's the way it is. And you got to play through it. Coach, you have one, one more game for this three game road trip before you come back home. And I'm just curious, obviously, besides guys being in and out of the lineup, the roster doesn't necessarily change when you're home and on the road. Could any of this at this point be mental in terms of when you're on the road, just it's starting to now avalanche into something? Oh, we don't play well on the road. And then you play into that maybe mentally, or is it just a, a physical thing? What could it be? Well, obviously, you know, we've been looking at this since the very beginning of the season. We started out 0-5 uh, on, on our East Coast road trip, and that kind of put us behind the eight ball, and we've been swimming upstream you know ever since i'm mixing my metaphors here but uh, you know we're, we're we've just uh, we, we, the, the slow start contributed to uh to, to the to the road woes for sure and um the interesting thing is when you look at the numbers teams are just shooting the lights out against us from three on the road and then when we get back to chase uh they're you know they don't shoot the three nearly as well it's a dramatic difference um Last night felt like one of those games where, man, they were hitting everything. You know, uh, I think at the end of the first quarter, you, you, you know, you get the young guy, uh, Jang, who uh, hits a sidestep three from 26 feet at the buzzer. You know, he's a, he was shooting 25% from three uh, going into the game. So you, you just don't expect that um, on the road, uh, and yet um, it's happening. And, and so... We have to look at it and say, all right, is, is, is that a fluke? I don't think it's a fluke. I think in general, um, teams are getting better shots against us uh, on the road than, than, than we'll, you know, they're getting at home. So 
um, that's that's just about um, really fortifying your defense at the point of attack. You know, not having to make as many rotations, keeping the ball in front of you. You know, just making sure your opponent is getting lesser quality shots uh, than what they're getting. Yeah, coaches. As fans, we talk a lot about rim protection and rim protection. Uh, the best rim protectors to me have always been the guys that are able to keep the ball out of the paint in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last night you didn't have enough of those. So do some of the three point numbers other teams are enjoying, does it actually start at the point of attack? And that's where the defense is just not what you need it to be actually on the ball at times. Yeah, I think that's, that's accurate. Um, but you know, you, you, you have to go into each game with a game plan uh, based on who you're playing. And, uh, you know, OKC's not a great three-point shooting team. They're, they're decent, but not great. Uh, our key going into the game was keeping them off the foul line and, and keeping, keeping them, you know, away from the paint. We just didn't want to give up transition layups and, you know, half-court layups and, and fouls. And um, the game, you know, despite the slow start for us, uh, you know, we had a four-point lead in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So it really was the fouls in the third that that uh, that got us. You know, I think they shot 14 or 16 free throws in the third quarter alone, and that just changed everything. So we got a little bit away from our game plan. Um, with that said, watching the tape, I thought OKC played incredibly well. I thought they hit tough shots, and I thought we played well enough to win. And just like I did uh, in LA, uh, I thought we we played well enough to beat the Lakers, but we didn't do it. So. Um, I try to look at it big picture wise. You know, we won five in a row at home. We've 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 played uh, we've played well enough to win the last two nights, but we didn't. So we've got to maintain our our confidence and get back on the horse tomorrow. Coach, there have been a lot of questions about the amount of threes that the team is taking and the types of threes that the team is taking. How important is shot selection when it comes to getting back and setting up your defense? All missed shots aren't created equally so you know a bad three-point attempt it can lead to offense or easy offense for your opponent for sure i mean you guys hear me talk about connecting the game all the time you know connecting the game meaning you, you get a good shot on offense you're going to be in good position defensively and you know if you get a stop on defense you're going to have a better chance to score in transition before the defense can get set up so uh, the game's got to connect, and uh, and that really starts with good possessions offensively, good shot selection. And there's no question we've we've had games where we've taken uh, some wild threes, some difficult threes. I, I never look at the total. Uh, I, I don't really care what the total number of threes is per game. I, I look at the quality. If we're getting good looks for our good shooters, then uh, the more the merrier, but um, there are times when when bad ones are leaving, leading to uh, to bad defense. Coach Kerr, as a player or as a coach, have you ever seen anything like what we have in the Western Conference this year with the standings so packed for almost from top to bottom, where every every day somebody loses a game, someone else wins, and everything's topsy turvy? Uh, have you ever seen anything like how compacted these standings are in the conference this year? Never, never. And um, I think the play-in tournament um, has probably added to it. You know, um, you got more teams now that are going for it at the trade deadline. Um, more teams that feel like they're uh, alive. And, and um, but still, even with that, um, you're talking about a, just a, a three three-game difference in the loss column from 
you know, four to thirteen, whatever it is. It's uh, it's crazy. It, it can turn everything. Can just flip in in forty eight hours, depending on the results of a few games. So it's uh, remarkable. Coach, we're going to change the vibe here and talk about something positive. How good has Dante DiVincenzo been for this team? And did you expect this? We know he did some things in Milwaukee and he struggled with injury and and some other things in Sacramento. How good has he been for the Warriors? Dante's been great. Uh, What an addition and uh, really a good fit with our team because he's a ball mover. Um, You know, he's really aggressive. Um, at both ends of the floor, excellent defender, and, and he just plays with energy. He's a, he's a competitor and a winner, and uh, he, he fits with any lineup that we we play. You know, he can handle the ball, he can play off the ball, um, and as I said, he, he moves it along. It's one of the reasons, um, you know, he's been starting with Steph and Clay uh, because he he'll get the ball moving side to side, which is the best way to to take advantage of of our of those two shooters. So. Dante's been fantastic, and I'm thrilled for him because uh, he'll be a free agent this summer, and he's put himself in a in a great position going forward. You know, the great Gary St. Jean always says when he comes on the station, if you want to know what the Warrior offense is about, he says two things, player movement, ball movement. And certainly <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo has been all about that. That said, Coach, I've been a little surprised at the last two games, even with, with Steph back. Still, you've had the slow starts offensively. I thought that, well, when Steph's back, those will take care of uh, of themselves there. Were you a little surprised in the last two games that, again, the slow starts have plagued your team? Yeah, I was, you know, and it's one of the reasons we uh, we changed the lineup, um, you know, in the last couple of games. But um, it, it, it's it's tough to, to figure, especially given that we've got Steph and Clay in the backcourt, you know, two incredible shot makers and and uh the success that we've had with uh with this group um it is surprising that we're getting off to these slow starts so it's something we're looking at and trying to figure out um if there's an answer to it and um we'll uh, we'll keep keep looking we appreciate it and by the way I, I know he's only played limited minutes here but what have you thought of andre Iguodala's return so far well andre it's uh he, he you know he just uh he understands the game at a level uh, that is so crucial for success. I mean, what he does at both ends, even though he's not really scoring, he's just um, he's, he's connecting our shooters. He's getting the ball to the right people, and then defensively, he's a genius. I mean, he just he knows exactly what's happening. Uh, he's so long and athletic. Even you know at, at this age, he's he's still uh, incredibly athletic and and. Uh, you know, he gets in front of somebody. That that, that guy is generally not going to get around him, nor is he going to get a good shot over the top of him. So, Andre's uh, he's still a hell of a player. Coach, you face the Grizzlies tomorrow, and obviously there's been a lot going on with John ja Moran. And even last year, there were talks about the team not necessarily being better without John ja Moran, but they played really well when he wasn't on the floor. They've struggled a little bit with him being gone. They have lost three straight. But how do you keep the team focused and, and focused on the task at hand because this team can still be scary without John ja Moran? Yeah, I think Tyus Jones is one of the best players backup points in the league i mean he he's a, a fantastic player um you know he's he's given us trouble in the past and and they obviously have got plenty of talent uh when you look at their roster with with bain and and brooks and jackson and all these guys so 
still a very formidable team, well coached, uh, a two way team. You know, really good defensively, and and they can get out and score. So we know uh, it's going to be a tough game tomorrow, regardless of who's out there. Looking forward to it. Uh, best of luck to you the rest of the way, Coach. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Okay, you too. Thanks, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.